The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is Jack Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talks, Loving That Sports Show, and co-hosting Chris. You that, Chris? I'm here, James. Well, Chris, we got, well, we know we got two names of two different people. Now, we got A, we call him his nickname now, uh, when is VA, called Vacation A. <laughs> What's up, A? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and we got Wayman the Prophet. You know, Wayman? I'm here, baby. The prophet. See, everybody get these nicknames: VA and um, Prophet. Because we gotta get That's up. right. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> know what my nickname is now. Uh, Be gentle. Be gentle. Think about that one. I get started. I'm gonna get started because uh, we both had Nesby. I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about. Uh, what's called a uh, Marshawn Lynch because you know he went to Seattle, but. We don't call him. We still make it happen, Captain. Well, let's start off. Um, this guy supposed to be the number one draft pick, and uh, he talked about if Cleveland don't draft him, um, is it Garrett? Am I saying it right? Garrett, yeah. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah. If Cleveland don't draft him, he gonna do damage to him and tear him a sack. My question, to you guys, would you talk that smack like that? You know, I mean, you know, to a team if they pick you, they don't, but. You make him like, you know, you all this and that, you know. Uh, you're not J.J. Watts or... Remember that other guy that came out went to Houston and posted and all that? What was his name? Well, you know, we get to that level. You're talking about Clowney. Right, Clowney. And he posted and all that. Clowney's just starting to do something. But go ahead. Um, what do you guys think of him running his mouth already? You want to go first? Let, let A go first, Wayne, because I want to hear what A got to say. I didn't get a chance to talk to him today. He was busy, busy. Oh man, uh, you know that's uh, that's kind of a tough one, James. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, you gotta you gotta bring it before you sing it. You know, I mean, I think you know, uh, you, you, it, it, it's you know, from college ball to the NFL, it, it could be a, a different, a whole different ball game for you. You know, so you know, uh, I, I think you know it, it might be a little premature to. to start just going off a little crazy, you know, and, uh, you know, let's, let's see what the guy does first before, uh, before, you know, you get, you get running it a little too, too much, you know, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, Abe. Um, no, that's all right. It kind of makes, it kind of makes you think of like that LeVar Ball thing. Don't it kind of make you think like that, Abe? Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's a little bit different situation, though, because, you know, like we talked about before, that was his dad that was that was running his, his mouth about, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, that it, but, you know, uh, when it's, when it's actually the player, it's a different story, you know, because, you know, 
if we all remember Johnny Manziel used to come out and, you know, he'd throw a touchdown in, in, uh, in college ball and, and he'd, he'd be waving his hands in the air, doing the money sign, you know, money Manziel. And, you know, he got to the, to the NFL and, and it just fizzled, you know, so it, it's, 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 it's kind of, kind of touchy, you know, so he, I'd like to see what the guy what the guy can do in the NFL before, you know, he he gets to talking talking crazy, you know. What do you say about that, Wayman? The profit. You know, I, I definitely, you know, I, I agree uh, wholeheartedly with what Abe had to say. I mean, the only reason why Miles Garrett can run his mouth is because he knows he's guaranteed to go one or two. If, if, if there was any doubt in his mind, in his agent's mind, in any broadcaster or sportscaster's mind that he wasn't going to, you wouldn't hear that type of uh, braggadocio and, 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 and kind of showboating. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I can understand it. And everybody, you know, everybody dreams of being the number one pick in the draft, and I think that has more to do with what he said than anything else. I don't, I don't think he... You know, he's not that type of person. If you, if you read up on him, he, he, he does poetry and, you know, pretty easy going, pretty quiet, not very demonstrative. You've not really heard too much from him up to this point. I just think that, you know, he's trying to make sure that he solidifies his spot as the number one draft pick. And so he's kind of throwing it out there to, to add some intrigue and put pressure on Cleveland to make sure he is indeed the number one pick, even if I think he's going about it a little, you know, out of character and, and, and probably more than he needs to do. He's going to be the number one pick in Cleveland, um, or they're probably going to fire the whole staff. I think it's a, a pretty pretty done deal and, and pretty safe to say that they will. What do you think, Chris? Well, as far as, as, far as uh, talking out of the side of your mouth like that, <clears throat> You know, it's 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 okay to do it to a point, but when you you know come out and 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 try to you know make claims against another team that if they don't if they don't pick you, then yeah, you're you're looking a lot like as soon as you said that, I was thinking, wow, that does sound so familiar to Levar Ball, you know, and and people tend to to shy away from that. So, you know, he, he. I think he may be doing more damage than he is good with it. Chris, watch this. Hey, watch this. I'm going to get on you, Wayman. You know I like getting on you. You know I like that. Wayman said, you know, it's kind of, but remember when Wayman said he wished he had somebody talking like that, like the ball, uh, ball uh, doing for Lonzo, mm-hmm. you know, puffing him up with all that? Didn't, didn't Wayman say that? Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of what he said. You know, and, and I, I don't disagree. Like I said, I think it's out of character for him. But what I also said is it can't hurt him. So he's going number one to Cleveland, or he's going number two to the 49ers, guaranteed. And 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 I'd almost be willing to. Well, love. I know you don't want to bet again, but I would bet and guarantee that he's going number one to Cleveland. He's only saying what he's saying because he is going number one. There's no doubt about it. They're talking about he's, a, he's the safest pick in the draft. He has all the tools. He outperformed 
uh, J.D., I don't even know how to say his first name, but Clowney, um, and he put up stats that no one had ever seen for someone at a defensive end position once he hit the combine. Miles Garrett has outdone him. He's supposed to be a sure draft pick, um, can't miss draft pick, guaranteed number one to Cleveland. And, and that's but, the point. He's running his mouth because he can. It's not yeah, going to hurt well, him. How does that look to me saying, hey, Abe, uh, me and you, uh, Abe, um, interviewing me and you for the job. And I tell him, like, hey, Abe, if you take Wayman, your business is going to fail, and I'm going to make sure it fail. You know, I'm a, that sounds crazy, don't it, Abe? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I mean, you just don't want to get too outlandish with it. I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, but I, I see where, where Wayman's coming from you know, as far as him trying to solidify his his uh, his pick, you know, as far as getting you know building up a little bit of hype with it. And see, we 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 don't criticize certain players, and and obviously it's because they they don't necessarily come out right at the beginning. But Michael Jordan said the same thing. All those teams right. that passed on him, you know, when he got when he got drafted. He wanted to punish him. He he he, he had a chip on his shoulder. Um, he talked about when he was in high school. He's already gotten drafted, though. This kid hasn't gotten drafted yet. Right, right. But it's it's the same thing, but in a different way. Sure, we don't like people coming out in front of it, but you know, um, Randy Moss, same thing. He talked about all those teams. Uh, Tom Brady, the perfect example. He's willing to say it now. No, he didn't say it then, but it's the same thing. That we accept from Tom Brady, Randy Moss, Michael well, Jordan. Well, no. Randy was in trouble, so that's why they passed huh? on him. He, remember, he went to jail. Right. He, he had, but, but he went to jail early, but it didn't have anything to do with what he did on the football field. Regardless, those people held a grudge. Tom Brady went in the fourth or fifth round. He held a grudge. He was upset. Now, did he come out and say, I'm going to punish all those teams? Throughout my career, that didn't draft me. No. Now he said it. Now we know it. Now it's okay for him to say it. Now we don't like people saying it in the beginning, and I can understand that. But the sentiment is no different. He's saying, if you don't do it, I'm going to punish you. I don't think that it's necessarily something you want to hear someone say. I don't really have a problem with it because it, it puts him in a position of either you're going to put up or shut up. So if the, if the Browns don't, he's going to have to put their quarterback out every time they see him, uh, and he has that challenge on his shoulder. So he's kind of wrote his own check that he has the cash. Well, let me let me let me turn the table, Lamar, Abe, and Chris. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna throw it off the track just for a little bit because what Lamar just said, you know, I ain't get chances, you know. But that's the same thing with Ethan Levar well, doing with his son. So then in that Kentucky game. He got his butt toe up. He couldn't put up. You know what I'm saying? A guy scored 39 points on him. He had 10, so he couldn't put up. So the difference is he said he was going to do it. He said he's going to sack and put the Cleveland quarterback out every time they play for the next 10 years. His dad didn't say it. His uncle didn't say it. The sportscaster didn't say it. He needs to tell he, his dad to shut up when he play ball. He said, he said it. LeVar, LeVar Ball's dad said that the reason why they didn't progress further in the tournament is because he had to play with three white dudes. 
Yep, he which sure is, did. Which is, which is also nonsense. His dad is just talking nonsense. But all my friends on Facebook, all talk radio, once again, do you know what Malik Monk is doing right now? No, you don't. Do you know what anybody else in the draft is doing right now? No, you don't. But do you know and will you know and be updated as to what Ball is doing all the way up until the draft? Of course you will. His dad will say anything to keep his name relevant and us talking about it. And that's all he's doing. His mom mom is white. I mean, how outrageous is it to say, you know what? UCLA didn't get any, any further because they had three white dudes on the court. Now, my mom is white. My sons are multi-ethnic. But they didn't go too far because my, their mom is white. I mean, that's what I'm talking about when I say he's crazy like a fox. You can't well, but, listen to anything But LeVar he's Ball about. had turned around and said that his comment about the white guys was misunderstood. How can you misunderstand it? Yeah, I, I, I agree. But that's but he, now he's trying to backtrack what he said and say tell him tell him that that what how he said it was misunderstood. But but he knows what he's doing and he's very mm-hmm. crafty. He's very clever and he will continue to say outlandish, crazy stuff. He got his own radio show. He's, he's a guest on I don't know how many shows across the country, and he's going to say more and more and more crazy and outlandish stuff to keep his son's name out there. Miles Garrett, completely the opposite. Mild-mannered, poetry writing, karate, and martial arts studying, uh, passive guy who, for whatever reason, decided to make some bonehead comment. But he, I'm sure his agents know and he knows that it's not going to hurt him at all. He doesn't go past number one. Okay, so let, let me ask, ask both you and Abe this question. If you guys were a GM of a team and, and could uh, and had the opportunity to draft him, would you, knowing that his father is going to be right there saying all this outlandish stuff left and right? Abe, what, what do you think? On, what would you do? Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely going to bring attention to your team. So, I mean, you know, a lot of times people think, well, you know, any attention is, is, is good for business. I mean, whether it be bad, whether it be good, um, or what have you, but, you know, uh, if, if, if results are not produced, that's only going to go, I believe for, you know, that's only going to get you so far in that situation, I think. So, you know, there, I think there's going to come a point where, you know, if, if there's not any results that are produced from all of the, the talk that comes out, you know, then, then they'll, they'll more than likely look at, you know, uh, trying to figure out a, a, a different uh, way to, to get through, you know. So, uh I guess that's the best way I can explain it. Okay. Wayman, I know how you feel about it, but go ahead and answer my question. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hold on, before we got to take a break, we'll come back. I want to see if Wayman hit on what Abe said, because Abe had a good point. I want to know if y'all caught what he said. But let's take this break. We'll come back. We'll see if Wayman caught it. If he didn't catch it, if you caught it, Chris, then I'm going to say it, because I caught what Abe said. It was a good point. We'll be right back. This is James Chris, VA. He's back. And then we got the the problem.
<laughs> we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And call us with me, Chris. I am here, James. Because we got to get a new theme song for the um, show. What we should come up with, like, um, Spongebob? Spongebob? No, well, I know someone who'd love, who'd love it for it to be Spongebob. But, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. guess what? We got a new nickname for our buddy, A. B. A. You there, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I go, vacation A. And the Prophet. You there, Prophet? I'm here, baby. I'm ready. Go ahead, Wayman. Answer the question and see if you, um, you caught what A point is. The point that the point that A made that that I really agree with is that, and and the only point to be made is what he produces at the next level. His, his dad can talk, anybody can talk, and and the the question Chris asked as a, is as a GM, would you want this person on your team? Ultimately, as a GM, your ultimate responsibility, your primary responsibility is to go and find players that are going to help you win. Because if you don't win as a GM, you're going to be looking for another job. So as a GM, can you put up with distractions? Can you put up with somebody's father that you might normally or otherwise not want to deal with as long as they're producing wins and helping you win on the court? Of course. I mean, you look at all... Well, not all, but a lot of the great players throughout the game and um, not necessarily having a a parent who was in the picture, but behavior-wise, Randy Moss, Lawrence Taylor, uh, some of the the greatest people that played their position weren't always model citizens. Uh, Did it impact what they did on the field? Probably not. 
maybe to some extent, later on in their careers. But as a GM, are you ever going to get rid of people like that earlier in their careers? Of course not. You're winning games and they're helping your team stay relevant. They sell tickets. Um, so they're bringing money into your franchise. So as a GM, it's a no-brainer. If, if, if Ball can help a team win, it's a no-brainer. But if he can't, and if he can't produce at the NBA level, it doesn't matter what his dad said. And, and what I said a few weeks ago is his dad has got him up to this point. What he does in the NBA, will have his dad will have no impact on um, and, and I imagine his dad shuts his mouth at this point because he can't do anything else for his son. He got him to this point. Beyond this point, he does on his own. Who, who, is, who is, you know, um, and, and we know about Michael Jordan's dad because he got, he got murdered, but uh, wh- what do we know about Kobe Bryant's dad or Shaq's dad or anybody else's dad? Or, we don't know anything because it doesn't matter once you get in. You only hear about the parents before they get in, not after. So his play will speak for what he does now. Chris, did you catch it? Wayman didn't catch it either. Still didn't catch okay. it. Okay. Um, I don't. I well. Okay. So, so you fill in the well, blanks for everyone, because obviously there's something that. Let me tell you what he Point said. you want to get across. Wayman, I'm surprised he didn't go back to it. What A was saying was it generate people want to come out in ticket sales. Wayman said back before, look what Dennis Rodman did. He put his dress on. People want to come out and see Dennis, right? That's all he wanted to see him out like the fool and clown. That's all they're doing is, is making ticket sales. A GM would be like, hey, let's get Tebow on our team because people want to see Tebow and they're going to buy tickets to come to the game. I'm right. Wayman, you said it. I don't know why you didn't go back to it. But that's well, exactly I mean, what they do. If I'm a GM, I'm going to get, I'm going to draft Levonzo Ball because his daddy talks so much. Everybody want to come and see Levonzo, I mean, him get D'd up or get beat. Am I right, Wayman? Did I get it? Right. Uh, Abe said ticket sale. But but he also he also has the play now. Obviously, you want to generate ticket sales, and that was part of the the hype train with Johnny Manziel. But you, like I said, that can only last so long. If you can't produce on the field, you know Johnny Manziel had one of the top selling jerseys in the NFL when he was playing. Uh, but I'm not gonna buy a jersey of a garbage player for too long. I, I can I can hang out with you your rookie year. You start missing games due to drugs and alcohol and. You seem like a bust. I'm burning that jersey, or I'm giving it away, or, or, or they're having a wholesale, you know, a wholesale at uh, at Foot Locker. So well, listen, once you get to that the next only level, team gonna get him is a team that's a sorry team because they gotta get that first draft to get him. So all they trying to generate people to come back and watch them. Am I right, guys? Because right, but that only lasts sorry. so long, though. You gotta produce, like Abe said. You gotta, you have to produce at this level, and as a GM, you have to have someone produce, or they don't last long. You know, those are the GMs that are getting fired. You don't have GMs getting fired around the league that are on winning franchises. But Cleveland's GM has been replaced how many times? How many times in, in, in Jacksonville on teams that are perennial losers? You have to find people that are going to produce on the field, or as a GM, you're going to be out the door, no matter how many people show up to your stadium. Hey, Chris, hey, help mm-hmm. me out. Cincinnati ain't doing nothing. Can't get in the playoffs. They still keeping that coach. He ain't producing in the playoffs. They still keeping him. Am I wrong or right? So he ain't producing. But 
He's producing. Everybody's still he's producing. watching, you know, Cincinnati, you know, but he's not producing in the wins. <laughs> He's you producing. Know, you gotta so, look at you gotta you gotta look at the perspective. What has Cincinnati done before he went there? They they're, they're one of the worst franchises in the NFL. After him, they can't win a playoff game, but at least they go to the playoffs. So that's why they don't want to let him go. Hey, we were one of the worst franchises in the NFL, worse than Cleveland at the time. Um, but now we go to the playoffs. Now we're a competitive football team. We haven't taken the next step. We can't win in the playoffs, but, but we're right there. We have personnel in place. So, no, why, why would you fire that coach? Um, or, or, or maybe somebody says maybe we do need to fire that coach. But, um, you know, basically they're at a point in their, in, in their, with their franchise that they're either going to have to decide do they need to take the next step or are they complacent and happy just to be in the playoffs? So he, he has done a lot. You know, you remember you remember Cincinnati growing up. And, and, and besides the two years, one with Icky and one, one going and playing the 49ers in the 80s, uh, they've been a horrible franchise until recently. All about money, like Abe said, selling tickets. Well, go ahead, Chris, ask a question. All right, so I know, I know that Abe's going to hate, or, or that Prophet's going to hate hearing this, but I've, I've been doing a little research, and, and, and James, you're going to be so happy to hear this, but the Philadelphia Eagles will be a team to watch this coming season, okay? Right. Carson Wentz, who, who has wide receivers Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith, Jordan Matthews, and tight end Zach Ertz to throw to. You know, what, what better concept do you have than, than that at this point? So, you know, I, I, I think the Eagles are, are going to definitely win more than eight games this year. There's going to be a lot of good stuff. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it because you're going to put all those people, and Chris, make sure we keep repeating those names throughout the season as they keep losing. Um, now love. you give him all these weapons, and he's still not going to produce with them because he's not that type of quarterback. He's not. Mm-mm-mm. He's a dink and dunk Mm-mm. quarterback. He's a dink and dunk quarterback. Believe me, I watched almost all the Eagle games. I didn't see him go deep or throwing deep, and that's what Alshon Jeffrey does. That's what Torrey Smith does. Um, yeah, his tight end, his tight end, he almost made into a Pro Bowl tight end because that's who he likes to throw to. He's a dink and dunk quarterback. He's a oh. West Coast, West Coast, move the change. Uh, game manager Alex Smith type quarterback. He's not the type of quarterback that's going to throw it down the field and throw for five touchdowns and 400 yards unless he's throwing one-yard touchdowns to his, his, his running backs out of the backfield. Uh, they love him. The, the, the running backs in Philadelphia love him. He likes to dink and dunk to the running backs and to the tight ends. If I'm a receiver on the Eagles, I'm looking to get traded to another team where I can get a real quarterback to throw me the ball. Hey, hey, ever yeah. since Dallas been, been playing, haven't that tight end been leading in reception? Yes or no? You talking about Dallas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, you got, you're talking about Jason Wynn, right? I mean. Well, well we talk about uh, women say he's thinking dumb and almost made the tight end uh, a pro, but look at Dallas. Dallas, every year, their tight end led in receiving almost. Am I right, Eight? 
You had yeah, uh, not letting receive, not letting receiving might have led in receptions, not letting receiving. They had Des Bryant out there over a thousand yards, thousand yard receiver. Okay, reception. Am I right, Eight? You're you're right, but I mean, Dallas has a running game as well. Uh, you know, Des Bryant, he he will make a big catch. You know, long. So. Uh, I mean, as far as the Eagles go, I I, I, I got to see it to believe it. You know, I mean, uh, hey, hey, don't hey, don't stutter. Just go ahead and tell him that he got a quarterback that can't throw the ball down the field. <laughs> there was a couple games. I, I'm 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 going to defend Carson Wentz. There was a couple games where he threw some beautiful, beautiful passes down downfield. This past season, he didn't have that many good receivers that he could throw to. That was part of the problem. Hey, now he has those receivers. He's got the arm, you know, that, that, that he could walk, he could throw to. So Chris, he's not going to just do, you know, he, yeah, he may do his bread and butter, with, dunk and dive. Know, but he, Abe is with Dallas because he don't want the Eagles. And, and uh, I with, know, but I, I'm so, just putting it out there. The okay? Eagles are a team to watch this year. You know, Chris, Abe knows so we beat them at home to, that last game, and we got them in the first game. Are you going to be the first game? Are going to be the Washington team? is done. I might end so. up being that way. We'll have to see about that. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. You better you better learn from Love. Love's already two bets down, and uh, oh. I'm definitely willing and ready to do that eight and eight again. We'll get to it. We get to it. But but I'm 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 putting it out there. The Eagles are a team to watch this year. But you, they are going to be a team to to watch. Keep losing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's they what should I'm have won. They do. should have won I'm those a, eight I'm games. They the really Eagles should have. There was a couple games that were no. Uh-uh. No. Well, especially the Rams game. Especially the Rams game. That's what the Eagles do best. They lose, so they are a team to watch. Uh, yes. Are you a question or you want me to go? Go ahead and go. All right. I'm just, I'm just putting, I just put my statement this. out there. I ain't get a chance, you know, but to talk to Abe or you, Wayman Ball, but oh, we got to get this Tony Romo. This is the last time I want to talk. He's like Tebow. I'm get tired of it. But, you know, Tony ended up going to broadcasting. And what I heard reports was, he was tired of Jerry, you know, dicking him around, you know, so he wanted him to get him out of it, you know, so he got to go in the broadcast. But the guy said that he don't think Tony's going to stay in broadcasting. Do you guys think he will? Hey. Um, well, I, I can say this, uh, James, if he, if he doesn't stay in broadcasting, he, he quite possibly could have a career in the in the NBA, I don't know if you guys saw the Dallas <laughs> Mavericks put him on. Yes, and I mean he's, you know he's him. making jump shots. He's 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 laying it up, you know. And 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 from what I saw, the guy's a baller. I mean he, you know. Hey, hey let me got, ask you this real quick. He's got skills on the court. He's got skills hey, on the court. Ne- hey, let me cut y'all. Ask you this: Was anybody guard him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he put him. They put him up against a couple of guys. Oh you my God! Uh, were, really, were they really, really defending him, or were they just yeah. kind of backing off a bit? No, I, I mean it wasn't. It wasn't definitely wasn't real time action, you know. I mean, but uh, he was making. He definitely made a couple of shots that looked good, you know, from from uh, from where I was sitting. I mean, but 
honestly, I, you know, I, I think I think he will stay uh, in the uh, the broadcast booth. You know, uh, and and I think at first, you know, it might be uh, a little bit of a transition for him, something he's not really used to. Uh, so, you know, it might take him a little while to get going, but, you know, midway through the season, I figure, you know, he's, uh, he's going to be right there calling the games like, uh, you know, Troy Aikman or some of these other guys that are, you know, out there. Uh, but you know, it, it has, it has yet to be seen. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hey, hey before Wayman go, me and Wayman play, he said, Three G, he, th- he shot three three pointers over and made them. Okay, I'm just letting you know that little uh-huh. spine don't that don't matter. Cause when I D him up, he ain't gonna get none eight. So I'm just telling you about that Tony Romo shooting around like that. You put LeBron on him, it ain't gonna happen, Captain. <laughs> Go ahead, Wayman. Just to just to address that last point, Abe. You know what? The reason why uh, Romo's jump shot <clears throat> looked so good is because he was practicing basketball all the last season instead of football uh, since he wasn't playing. So he's had a lot of time to work on that jump shot. Um, you're you're, you're probably right. You're right. But being on that bench all season, that's all he was doing was going home and shooting jumpers. Um, but but secondly, something doesn't smell right. Um, and, and I really still think it's an April Fool's joke. Um I really can't wrap my head around so many different things. First off, without even shaking the tree and, and seeing, he, he he came out afterwards, talked about how he thought Houston was a good fit, and that was really the only team he was considering, but yet and still you you didn't consider him? Like, that doesn't really make any sense. To go into a broadcasting job, which, don't get me wrong, uh, is going to pay him well, no damage to his body, and I was one of the ones that said, I think that Tony Romo should hang him up, but not, not in this way. Um, and and what, what doesn't smell right to me either is that he replaces Phil Sims, who I love because he hates the Broncos, so I love hearing him broadcast every single Broncos hey, game. Hey, because, hey, hey. See, and Chris knows what I'm talking about. Phil Sims hates the Broncos when he, when he broadcasts. So, um, he's, but he's but anyway, biased. how do you go from no broadcasting experience to replacing someone who's been doing it for over 10 years overnight. I mean, that absolutely does not make sense. I I don't understand how that happens. Everybody else has to come up through the ranks, and and maybe you start on a regional affiliate for CBS and move your way up to the big time, but to automatically go and replace uh, Phil Simms on primetime with no experience, I've never heard of it. It's unprecedented. I don't care who it is. And it just doesn't smell right to me. You, 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 may, be on to, you may be on to something because, you know, they, they said that he has yet to to uh, file his retirement paperwork with the NFL, So, which means he could – it leaves the door open for him to come back as a free he agent. Said he said there's a 1% possibility and never say never and, and all those type of things. So, I mean, and, and he has it in his contract. Uh, he can get out if he wants to return to the NFL. It, like I said, it just doesn't smell 100% right, where, you, where you're replacing someone with 10 years' work experience. I mean, I don't think that works anywhere in this country other than the presidency, right? 
Like, will you go in with no experience? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not being political. I'm just saying. I, I, don't, I don't know of any other profession where you, you bump out someone who's had years of experience and you go in with none uh, and, and they, they put you on nationally. That's why I just don't think that, that everything adds up. Well, this is what we do. We got to take another break. Uh, we didn't want to bust a bubble, but, you know, he's got a lot of trouble. See, I'm rhyming all day today. That's how I'm doing. I get to hear this all the time. <laughs> when we come back, we still got to talk about those North Carolina Tar Heels, though. We got to get that out. But this is James, Chris, ABA, and the Prophet. Prophet's back. That's right. He's back, baby. We'll be right back. All right. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on The Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Co with me, Chris. You with me? I'm here, James. Because we got a good one today. We got an A back. B.A. we call him. You back, A? 
I'm here. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like that name. VA. And we got the prophet. The prophet, you there? I'm here, baby. Ready to go. Make it happen today. Well, you know, uh, this is where we're going to go with this kind I want to talk a little North Carolina. Um we're going to get a little basketball. Then we're going to get back to a little bit of football because i got a little something else. Well, let's stop. Let's, let's, let's stay with football. Then we'll go basketball the last part. But, you know, everybody keeps talking about Captain all is, is black ball because of what he did and all like that. I think his talent is he's a bum. That's our word, right, A? A bum. <laughs> he ain't going to get in. He can't be no second uh, string quarterback or no third. You know, he's a bum. I think... What he did, everybody keep talking about because he kneeled down and all that. That was hurting him. No, his talent hurt him. You know, what do you think, Abe? Well, you know, uh. It, B-U-M, Abe. B-U-M, bum. Well, to a certain degree, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to that production thing that we talked about, you know. Uh,. You know, I just don't feel like he was producing enough to win games. Uh, you know, the, the fact that, that he, he knelt down, uh, you know, that's, that's a touchy subject. You know, I mean, we live in the United States of America, and whether we like it or not, he, he has the, the right to, to express that. Um, and you know, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of sad that he can't get a job because of that now. Because you know, uh, it's, that's part of this great country that you know. Um, so I mean, it's you know, I, I don't know. I've I've read a couple of things that said you know he he should have a job by now, um, and people just can't understand why he he hasn't gotten picked up so um i mean even as a second string you know so i i don't know it it's it's kind of weird that uh he can't uh he can't get get land a a position somewhere wayman what do you what do you um, think about that with kaepernick i i, I think it I, I agree and disagree i mean i agree that if kaepernick and I think I've alluded to this before, I think if he was a higher caliber quarterback, he would have a position. Uh, but I think we would be foolish to think that the political stance that he's taken uh, has not cost him in the minds of some owners and some GMs who may have a different political stance, um, who may... Uh, not agree with him or, or see him as a distraction or whatever the case may be. Um, you look at the New York Jets, who don't have a quarterback on their roster, really. Um, you look at the Houston Texans, who don't have a, uh, you know, they got Tom Savage as their quarterback. You have teams out there in the NFL who don't have a starting quarterback going into next season, who have not even invited Kaepernick to come into their facility. You have Adrian Peterson, who's seen his best days, uh, going to multiple teams. You have someone that is still capable of playing, and I'm not saying at what level he's capable of playing, but someone 
who even last year the Broncos were considering, who multiple teams across the league were considering, and now all of a sudden he's, he's no longer worth it? Um, now, I have heard through the grapevine that, that Houston is actually considering Kaepernick as their starting quarterback. Um, and, and I think I think now that Romo, and, and we still don't, we just now talked about what he's going to do or if it's going to be, you know, forever or whatnot. But now that Romo is out of the equation, you pretty much are down to Cutler and Kaepernick. Um, and, and obviously with the draft coming up, that'll kind of shake out a few things as well. But I, I think Kaepernick does wind up on an NFL roster um, and, and I think with the Romo domino falling, uh, we'll know here very soon which teams, and I'll use the word desperate, are desperate enough to give him a shot and opportunity. Well, let me ask you guys a, a question on this. Because, okay, Kaepernick was the first one to actually kneel. But there was multiple players that on different teams that were doing the same thing for weeks. Why was Kaepernick the only one that that was ostracized for it, and other players not so much? Abe. Hey, Chris. I'm sorry. I was coughing. Ah, figured as much. Abe. You know, I, I, that's a good question. Uh, you know, uh, maybe he uh, because he was the first one to do it. They looked at it like he, you know, he started something that uh, that that shed a negative light on on the whole whole deal. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, that's why I said it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of sad that, that he can't get a job now because of that, because, you know, uh, I, I mean, it's, you know, he, I, I, I feel like in this country, he has the right to do that. You know, I mean, whether he, he, uh, whether you agree with anybody who agrees with it or not, um, I still feel like he has that right to 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 express that, you know, and uh, and 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 it's 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 kind of a shame that 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 they're doing it in that way, you know, because uh, it's you know he it's it's something that he feels strongly, obviously, about, and he believes in, you know, and um, you know it, it, whether it's right or not. Uh, you know, you, you still got to respect the guy uh, for for uh, for uh, trying to uh, bring light to that. You know, and uh, you know it's it's you know, and I, I, I think he he did do a good thing as far as you know bringing some of the attention to you know some of the social injustice that that goes on in this country. You know, because a lot of times I think. People, they don't, they don't see it on a daily basis, so they don't, they don't understand fully. I think what what it means, you know, and uh, so, you know, he, uh, I don't know, he, he just, it's, he's, he's really having a tough time, I guess, with it, you know, but. I, I think, uh, like Wayman said, uh, if he did land in Houston, I think that'd be a great fit for him. And uh, hopefully that uh, that pans out for him. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Chris, before Wayman go, Wayman, no, he's a blow. Come on, Wayman. 
you know, he, if he go to Houston, he washed up, whatever. You see him play, and you see what he did. That one year he had with San Francisco was his year to the cap. I didn't think they should have dropped um, um, the guy that went to um, Kansas City. Smith got hurt. He wasn't doing bad. So Kaplan came in. Oh, he's our savior. You know, and look, you know, he, he can't throw, Wayman. He got no, you know, consistency with his downfield throwing. He's almost worse than Carson Wentz. You're right. You're 100% right. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, his his skills. I, I've never thought that he was a uh, a great quarterback. But what I do know is that Mike Glennon, who's only played a few games in the NFL, just now got a fifteen million dollar contract from the team, your your home team, the Bears. Love. He got fifteen million dollars a year. Um, he's been a perennial oh, backup that. that that's rarely ever ever played um, in Tampa Bay. I know Josh McCown. So you know Chicago's stupid. But, <laughs> but, but Josh McNown has been signed. Uh, Charlie Whitehurst has been signed. All these people who have not had anywhere near the seasons that he's had have gotten contracts. And that's why I say yes and no. Do, do I think that his skills are great? No. But, but I do know that people around the league that have accomplished far less than taking a team to one year a Super Bowl, the next year the NFC Championship, I do know that that's only a few years removed. And I do know that he did that and was the franchise quarterback there. I do know that these other people that are getting contracts, substantial contracts, haven't done anything close. And so there's something, like I said, when it doesn't smell right. I'm not saying he's a great quarterback. But I'm saying these other people getting money, these other people that are already getting snatched up and signed by teams are no better, or at least have proven that they are no better than he is. Hey, uh, hey wait a minute. So something's not right. I talked I talk to school about this. We talk about, yeah, this is America's freedom of speech, but sometimes you got to shut your mouth. If Abe comes to my job, how the Black Lives Matter, I don't want Abe because he's a controversy. He'll be controversial to all that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I understand. I understand. And, 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 no team want to deal and, with that. The NFL is a microcosm of, of, of larger society, and so you have owners uh, who are billionaires who are focused on making money. Uh, that's why most people are in business, if not everyone. And if they see that as a distraction or, or something that may limit their cash flow, there it is. All I'm saying is for anyone. So all I'm saying is for anyone to say that that doesn't have anything to do with it is being disingenuous. Um, it, it, it does. We we have a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that have proven to be, as you call them, bums, but they're making money, and they have done far less than he has. I'm not saying he's great, so that's why I said yes and no. I agree with you. I've never thought he was a great quarterback, and and that whole. You know, running quarterback with him and RG3, that's come and gone. You know, Cam, Cam Newton, um, you know, he, he, he's smart. He started that as his career, but now he's more of a pocket passer. He runs very little. Even quarterbacks that can run, they pick and choose, kind of like a Donovan McNabb. You know what, Donovan McNabb could run, but he only ran in spurts. He wasn't a running quarterback. He wanted to sit back in the pocket and fire the ball. I need a quarterback 
on third and 10 that's not going to pump fake two or three times and run down the field and get it every now and again. I need you to be able to stand in the pocket and complete a downfield pass for 10, 15 yards when it's third and 10. Not, not running around scrambling because eventually that catches up with you and you get injured like Kaepernick, like RG3. People have a shot, you know, people get shots and take shots on you and then you wind up getting hurt. So anyways, I've never thought he was great. I, I never believed in all the hype and everything that Kaepernick was supposed to be, the new era of football, the new running quarterback in, in college or college in, in the NFL. So, no, he's not great, but yes, he is. All right, we got 30 seconds for each body. Chris, I'm saying. Everybody got 30 seconds. Chris, Wayman, uh, a MVP, NBA, Hardy or Westbrook? Chris. Um, if, if, if those are going to be the two, I'm going to have to say Westbrook. He's, he's done some pretty amazing things this season. Wait a How can you go a whole season averaging a triple-double and we even be having a debate? Is Westbrook <laughs> and anybody else that says anything different is out of their mind? Hey. Uh, up, I'm, I'm going to go with consensus here and uh, say Westbrook. <laughs> I'm going to go against y'all. I'm going to go against y'all because anybody that holds the ball like him, you are gonna be the MVP. You know, you have to score a point, get triple double, pass the ball, be a team player. Come on, you guys know that. I can go out there and hog the ball and get 100 points. Come on, guys, be real. Next week we definitely will have Nancy. We're gonna talk about Marshawn Lynch. He just texted me out to subscribe, but he will be on next week. We'll ask him about Marshawn Lynch going to the Raiders or the Patriots, or we'll ask him going to the Eagles. Thanks, guys. Um, Chris, we got VA. That's his name. Where he asked us and then he answered last so we couldn't rebut him? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Rebut me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like it. I like it. No, we're good. We'll, we'll save it for next week. Okay. Save it for next week. And we got the profit. We'll be, we'll be All right, back next week. We'll be All right. All right. All right. Have a good week, yeah. guys. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.